Good morning. I want to thank you as we do uh, every week. Becky and Avi Katz for sponsoring this year's 10 Minutes of Meaning in memory of David Grossman, Lily Nishmas, David Menachem Manash. Please help yourself to some refreshments. We are in Mesila Sisharam, learning about the meat of the character trait of Zerizus, how to live life, high energy, enthusiasm, alacrity, to identify our goals and to pursue them, not to be drawn back by laziness or procrastination, but rather to be driven with an ambition and to pursue our mission and our goals. The Ramchal describes, We see with our own eyes, countless times, So a person's heart knows what we're supposed to do. We know we got to jump out of bed. We know what we have to do that day. We know the tasks that lay ahead. We know who we want to be and the life we want to lead and what we want to accomplish. In fact, we know what we need to do that's in our best interest. We know how to be disciplined over our eating and in our exercise and what we say, how to spend meaningful time, present time, not absent present time, with the most important people in our lives. And what God expects of us. Kodesh Baruch the Almighty put us in this world. He gave us amazing blessings. He gave us our faculties. He gave us access to resources. When we use them correctly, we're making good on His investment in us. And when we abuse them, we've stolen from God. This week's Parsha. Vidoy, confession, appears in the Parsha, in the segment about Gezel, about stealing. The Chidush Yarim says, why? Because every time we make a mistake, we misuse our time, we misuse our energy, we misuse our capacity to see, to listen, to speak, to walk, to go, to do. We've stolen from God. He gave us gifts and He gave us them to pursue His mission for His world to make the world a better place, to repair the world, to achieve the goals and to become the people we're meant to be. And when we use them selfishly to indulge our own temptation, our own pleasure, we've stolen from God. So we know what we need to do. We know how to eat properly and how to exercise. We know how to come early davening and not talk and concentrate. We know how to be honest and we know how not to gossip. And we know how our word to be our bond in business. We know what to do. We know what's best for us and will give us our best lives. And we know what God expects from us. And yet, somehow, we still abandon it. We walk away. It's not because we're sitting and struggling and we don't know, what should I do? We know exactly what to do. Not because of any other reason. One reason. Laziness. Procrastination. Weakness. We are weak. Jocko Willink. My good buddy, the Navy SEAL, talks about how the will of the chocolate cake is greater than our will. We're human beings. We're accomplished. We're smart. We're intelligent people. And yet, we look at the bag of potato chips or the chocolate cake or the cho- whatever your vice is, whatever your, whatever your kryptonite is. Its will surpasses our own. How pathetic. How sad. How weak. It's only because we haven't grown our disciplined muscle. We haven't grown our alacrity, our zrizus muscle. If we work out our zrizus muscle, if we grow it so it's strong, then we face and we confront whatever is our nemesis, whether it's the images on the internet, or whether it's the food we're tempted to put in our mouth, or whether it's the pillow and blanket that draws us to continue to stay into bed. We have to be stronger than it. Our will has to surpass its will. We know what's right, says the Ramchal. We know what we need to do. We know what the Almighty expects from us. The only question is, are we strong? Are we weak? 
Is our will, is our muscle of discipline stronger than the muscle of the pull of the enticement of whatever is drawing us towards it? It's an amazing thing. An animal knows. An animal is exposed to a danger or threat. An animal eats something that makes it sick and the lowly, pathetic, unintelligent animal knows don't go near there again. We eat something that makes us sick and the next time, but it looks delicious. Maybe it was the one time, maybe it was food poisoning, maybe it was the way it was made, maybe it expired, maybe I won't have that reaction again, maybe it won't make me fat, maybe it won't make my blood pressure spike, maybe it won't make me a diabetic. An animal, a lowly, pathetic animal with no IQ knows better than we do. Why? Because we're weak, we're lazy, we procrastinate, we convince ourselves, but we haven't convinced anyone else around us. You know, success, it's an amazing definition. Success is simply forming the right habits. A successful life is just about having the right habits. So much of our lives are predetermined by habits. Are we early? Do we come late? Do we jump out of bed or are we lazy? Do we eat the right things or the wrong things? Do we walk or do we take the elevator or do we take the stairs? What are the habits that we formed? A successful life versus an unsuccessful one is simply the composite of forming the right habits. If we form the right habits, they become second nature. We know what we need to do. The Ramchal comes up with this litany of all the excuses and all the arguments and all the frankly pathetic, weak things we say to convince ourselves. We say, I'll just eat a little bit. I'm just gonna sleep a little bit longer. I'll snooze one more time. You know, it's hard for me to get out of the house. There's so much going on. I'm so busy. I get so distracted. I took off my shirt. How could I put it back on? It's so hot outside. It's so cold inside. It's raining. We come up with incredible excuses and we use enormous creativity, energy, and effort to come up with the excuses. And if we would channel the same energy, creativity, and effort to get it done, to form the right habits, we'd have that successful life. We'd achieve the results that we want. We want financial freedom, we want freedom in time. We want to be tamid chachamim, we want to be righteous and virtuous people. We want meaningful relationships, we want good health and longevity. We have all these goals we claim to want and we spend more energy and take more creativity investing in how to excuse ourselves from pursuing them. We spend more energy and creativity in making excuses why we're lazy, why we procrastinate, why we're pathetic, weak, no good, lazy, icevarf bums. And if we would channel that same energy, creativity into actually pursuing our goals, we would achieve them. We would lead our best lives. We'd be so proud. So what happens with all these excuses? The outcome's the same. The Torah, it ends up getting neglected. And the Avodah, the service of Hashem, it ends up getting canceled. V'adam Ozev Ezboro, we've abandoned God. We've abandoned God's mission for us. We've stolen from God. He's given us good health and He's given us faculties and capabilities and He's given us resources and blessings. And He gave all of that to us. Imagine you take your resources and you write a check to an investment banker. You give your money to someone who convinces you they're going to give you a large return. And it's worthwhile to take your hard-earned money and to write them a check. And then you find out that your money's in their bank account and they're sleeping in. Your money's in their bank account and they're mindlessly binge-watching Netflix. Your money's in their bank account and they're going into hyper uh, a sugar shock 
because they're stuffing their face with a dozen donuts. You say, what did I give you the money for? Give it back to me. I'll give it to someone who will use it well and give me a return on my investment. So the Rebbe Shalom Almighty looks at us and he says, I give you good health. I give you your eyes and your ears and your mouth and your feet and your hands. I give you energy to be able to jump out of bed and to change the world. And what do you do? You're sitting on top of the investment I gave you, says God, and you're sleeping in and you're binge watching Netflix and you're going into a hyperglycemic shock and you're doing nothing with it. I'll take it back. I'll give it to someone else. I'll invest it more wisely. We have the ability. What holds us back is laziness. We're dumber than an animal. Be smarter, be strong, be disciplined. Identify goals and pursue them. Take that same energy and creativity not to getting out, not to excuse, not to rationalize, but channel the same energy and creativity to achieve and we'll look back and realize how far we've come and how much we've done. This is what Shlomo HaMelech said. Through indolence, the ceiling will cave in, and through inferior handiwork, the house will leak. You know, there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. And just like in our home, if we take the shortcut, we tighten the screw, but we don't have the right wrench, so we use the wrong wrench, so we sort of tightened it. We fixed the thing, but we didn't have exactly the right materials. We didn't have exactly the right tools. We don't know exactly what we're doing, but we did it good enough. And you know what ends up happening? The roof caves in and the pipes leak and things break down because when you take the lazy way out, when you try to take a shortcut, whether it's fixing things in our home or fixing things in our lives, they implode. Channel that energy and creativity, not to coming up with excuses, but to getting it done. When we work out, when we exercise the disciplined muscle, there's nothing that stands in our way. We can achieve all of our goals if we can only overcome that predisposition towards laziness. Have a high achieving day.